Hello, and welcome to the Joplin Toadcast. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Joplin Toad. The Toad is a multimedia platform meant to celebrate art, culture, and humor from the city of Joplin, Missouri. In this episode, we bring together three total strangers with one fascinating trait in common, synesthesia. Synesthesia is a neurological condition in which information meant to stimulate one sense actually stimulates several senses at once. This leads to multisensory experiences that are very unique to those with the condition. This episode's guests are Alan Milo, Aubrey Prunty, and Mindy Stokes. Let's listen in. Joplin Toadcast. This is our first episode in about a year and a half because we started making a magazine and apparently we can't multitask well enough to do a podcast and a magazine <laughs> at the same time. So uh, we put that on the shelf for a little bit. Also, there was a pandemic or something which made getting together with people a little bit difficult. Yeah, it was a tough crowd there for a while. <laughs> it, was, it was a little rough. Anyway, we are back. Uh, I have... Alan dropped his coaster. Uh, I've got a couple guests with me today, um, and I'm actually going to let you guys go around and introduce yourselves really quick, and I'll let it be a surprise to those tuning in what this interview is about. Uh, so we'll start over here. We oh, have... Okay. My name is Aubrey Prenti, and I'm not sure what else to say. What's your favorite dinosaur, Aubrey? Oh my gosh. There's too many. Probably the Brontosaurus, because he's just real cute. He's got the long neck. It's sweet. You went yeah. from too many to really decisive. Yeah, really quickly. Cute. <laughs> yeah that He's was, not going to eat me. So that was Might a really quick right. transition. <laughs> yeah. I was like all oh, the dangerous ones. And then I was like, no, no, this one's safe, <laughs> <laughs> but he could probably step on me. That would hurt. That's fair. Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> That's fair. All right. In the recliner over here, we yeah, have yeah, in, in the, in the not a recliner, but close enough. So I'm Alan Milo and I am my, my favorite dinosaur is um, Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, oh, like sweet bird. Far and away. <laughs> Beetle bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a professional race car driver. I've been to Everest twice, and it's a real privilege to be on here with you guys. Some you of these things dope. are true. <laughs> and by some, we mean... Probably none of them. Uh, you know, I <laughs> am Alan Milo. <laughs> that part was accurate. That part was accurate. <laughs> okay. And then over here on the... Um, my name is Mindy Stowes, and my favorite dinosaur is the plesiosaurus. I think I said that right. It's the water one. I uh, have no idea. Very it's impressed. the water yeah. one. It's okay. got like a long neck and flippers. It's, oh, it's lovely. Shoot. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Okay, well, it's it's very nice to meet you guys. So, um, for everyone listening, these are three people who have not met before today. They are all complete strangers. Uh, one of them I friends. hadn't met until oh, yeah. today, um, and now, yeah, you you would never guess. They all seem like best friends. But uh, there's one thing that these people have in common. Um, so, when I was probably 14, I read an article in a Smithsonian magazine about something called synesthesia. I think I'm saying that correct. I'm not sure. 
Um, and I've been fascinated by it ever since. And it is, um, I'm not even sure what to call it, like a condition, I guess you would say. Kind of a blend um, of the senses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost Supported. like having extra senses. Um, and it's a very hard to describe thing, um, which is really why we're going to talk about it today, because rather than me giving a definition of it from, you know, Encyclopedia Britannica or something, I'm just going to let these guys talk about it. Um, so all three of them have it. Um, when I first talked to Adam, um, you were sitting in Bearded Lady, I remember, and I don't remember how it came up, but I, I discovered that you have I like, this. I like being called Adam, by the way. It's my favorite. <laughs> it, I, I'm tired. It, it's okay, Mork. You just go right ahead. <laughs> That's fair. That's Mork, fair. Mork. <laughs> I think I was about to say Bearded Lady, and I was thinking you Adam's were. Coffee, because yes. the yeah. next thing that happened as you were describing uh, Adam's Coffee. Yeah. So you were, you were drinking... Uh, you're drinking a cup of coffee and you are describing um, extra sensations basically from drinking that coffee that <laughs> yeah. I, I do not experience. Um, let's let's clarify what that means real quick before anyone jumps to any terrible conclusions from that. <laughs> yeah, sentence. absolutely. So I just I so a lot of what I experience is um, is colors associated with taste and hearing and it, it's faded over time. But like when I was there that day, like every once in a while, it'll still hit and it hits in a really big way. And it's a really cool experience. And so I would just, I just took a sip of coffee and it was like just all the perfect rich notes and just, it just was perfect. And like it, it tastes, uh, I don't know. It tastes like a deep mahogany ish purple color. Like this, just perfect. Like imagine the best like oil slick hair that you've ever seen, you know, like they started. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm following. Like, I'm like, that, and, and that really, that's the best way to describe it. Like just imagine a beautiful model with like this beautiful oil slick hair dye job that just flows and it's perfect and it's beautiful. And that's how it, that's the flavor. Mm. That's, that's amazing. So for, you know, <laughs> most of us don't, don't get that extra little, little bit of experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and what was fascinating after I talked to you about it for a while and realized that you had this, and then again, I, I don't remember how it came up, but, um, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to interview you about that. I think that's just fascinating. Um, and I reached out, I think you, to you, Aubrey, and I was like, yeah. Could you Hey, do you, do you, you do regular illustrations for the toad, you know, cause <laughs> you're an artist. And I was like, Hey, you, you think, you know, when we do this, you could do some illustrations for it. And then you said something. I have already made um, a lot, a lot of my art has included sensational, um, things that I didn't realize were actually associated with that till recently that, um, that that wasn't a common experience for a lot of people, but my sensations like that are really very closely. Uh -huh. It sounds like to yours with tastes and sounds, uh -huh. um, have definitely inspired or influenced my artwork. So, and it's, it's kind of closely tied to whenever he sends me something to illustrate, um, when I read whatever the poem is or the short story, mm -hmm. it brings up colors and pictures really? and lots of things. It's very, it's like immediate and it seems like obvious. Yeah. Like it's really right. Why wouldn't somebody have this? Like, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that, that was kind of your response to when I asked you, he's like, oh yeah, I've already done some stuff like that uh -huh. because you know, when I'm illustrating this and this and this, and I'm like, wait, wait a second, how do you even know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 
And then I realized like, oh my, it's just pure coincidence. Yeah. You also yeah. have this. So the artist yeah. that I asked to illustrate <laughs> yeah, this piece. That's cool. That is pretty oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, absolutely insane. Okay. So that, that brings us to Mindy. Um, and for everybody listening, I met Mindy today, just <laughs> yeah. a few hours ago. Um, this, this was originally scheduled to be an interview with two people. Um, and I, I met Mindy. She's a, a friend of a friend. A year and, ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, that's true. We'd yeah. scheduled this because yeah. we were going to do this that's interview right. right before the pod, yeah. right before the, the, the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's been a long time. Yeah. And then, so, so yeah, after, after this being in the works for over a year, I met Mindy today and I was <laughs> describing, I'm, I'm borrowing equipment from, from my buddy, Jeremiah Jones, who's our, our podcast editor. And I was, I was describing synesthesia as best I could to him and then Mindy you just started nodding yeah <laughs> and then you started describing like, yeah. it better than I was <laughs> and I was like wait a second <laughs> I was like do you have it and you're like yeah yeah pretty much yeah pretty and much then, how that went down <laughs> and then you and yeah you were very gracious to uh agree to be interviewed by strangers out of nowhere <laughs> so very cool of you um yeah so uh t- tell us a little bit about what that's like, what's that like What for you? How's it most so dominant? For me, I definitely have that uh, sound color connection. I know that some it's very visual, like you uh-huh. just see the colors or you see them in motion and patterns. Um, mine is more. It's just in my mind, like I don't see it as much. Uh-huh. Uh, so for me, I can hear the sound of an electric guitar and that sound is obviously burnt orange. Like, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a burnt orange oh, sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't see burnt orange, but it has that sound. Right. Yeah. And then also muddled in because that's that's been the best way I can describe it. It's like my senses get muddled. Um, also, certain colors kind of elicit a certain feeling. It's like I have an emotional reaction to colors. Really? Yeah. So and that was really interesting because earlier you told me. You know, that certain color, you're like, oh, I can't handle that color right now. It's just too sad. And yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, um, so like a color I really love. This is okay. So this is a really great example of how my senses get all muddled. Um, the sound of running water, because it's not, it's not all sounds that have that kind of like that mm-hmm. have colors attached mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. But the sound of running water is a lavender sound. And when I see lavender, I think of lavender. It's immediately like, you oh, this is sound. peaceful. The, Actually, yeah. no, it's it's oh, the strangest I thing. Say, I, I hear because colors it, too. See, really? I don't hear the colors. Like it's a one way street. Huh. It goes from music to colors, but it doesn't go colors to sound. This is mm. the fascinating thing is like how different. Yeah, our experiences yeah. yeah. That's why be. like I'm yeah. delighted to have all three of you in a room together because you're all having a different, very different experience right. with the same condition. And then yeah. my like moods and emotions, feelings, whether I'm hungry, tired, sad, at peace. Lavender is a very peaceful color. So, but the colors and the peace is definitely two way. So I can look at lavender and it's an immediate emotional reaction of peace. Really? Yeah. And then if I'm at peace, I'm like, oh, I feel really lavender today. <laughs> like it's the best way for me to describe it. Like, Your oh, I'm feeling really colors. lavender. Yeah. Like That's cool. when wow. I'm angry, I'm it's like a bright blinding yellow. And if I'm angry enough, that's when the visual starts. Like everything takes on that yellow tint. 
So is it is it literally like looking through a filter? Kind of, yeah. I have to wow. be really angry. It has to be very strong emotions for that to happen. But yeah. Oh my god. And then I also have a different type. This is my favorite. Um, <laughs> numbers and letters and things like that. They have personalities. Like really? <laughs> yes. Yes. My okay. Do you guys know what Pyramid Solitaire is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite card games because you pair eight and five together and eight and five are best friends. So it just makes me happy every time. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> they're best friends and I, I can't explain it. I'm like, of course they're best friends. Like yeah. um, my other one, especially for cards, cards, it's really strong for me because I used to play cards a lot. Um, but aces and kings, it's very like star crossed cross lovers thing going on. Hmm. And so are you like feeling the emotions of them as characters, basically? Like like there's a story behind them that you're feeling as you're. So if I have to put like a king with an ace or with a queen, if I have to put a king with a queen for some sort of game, I just I feel really guilty about it. I'm just like, oh, he doesn't want to be with you, honey. (laughs) I can just see you writing the best story ever by by starting with shuffling a deck of cards. Oh, I've done that when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would just like rearrange decks how I thought they would get along best. Because like Uh eight and nine don't get along. It makes me so angry when I play solitaire, you guys. I've never done done that with cards, but I could see that with like, I, I will sense emotions from like, pieces of furniture yes or like inanimate objects like and it like doesn't make them yeah and okay. i didn't mm-hmm. i don't know if that's part of i didn't know if it that is. was that's just one of those things i always thought i had a so, super so alan's yellow imagination his mustard yellow 70s couch what uh what do you think he's feeling what's going on here he's a cuddler <laughs> definitely a cuddler it, it might be a she? grandfather he definitely well, nice, definitely i made an assumption he, yeah. there when i said no, he, you're right yeah. there's a 50 50 chance i guess okay so. maybe i felt yeah. something too i don't know right yeah. well i guess there might be some days and thems in here but that uh that's a he for sure grandfather mindy what are you getting over there it's not a he, it's a she. Oh, yeah. see? <laughs> yes. That's the interesting part because I have had a conversation a with another couch? artist. <laughs> no? Maybe. Or the, maybe the cushions are different. I don't think, just, I don't think so. Yeah. It's what, what you feel when you. She. So, one of my friends who is a, who she's actually the one that told me that I had it and I didn't know. I thought it, everybody did. And she um, made a portrait of me and my best friend, who's her sister, uh, based on the color she saw in our, in our, the letters of our names. And that's a very common version of it, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, I always thought I saw those colors and numbers and in letters because of Sesame Street or something. The association that you grew right. up oh, watching, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That made sense to me. But that usually, I guess, kind of goes away with time. But there are there are some things that like I might see a certain way and she would see it in an entirely different way and could argue with me all day about it. But. We saw it differently, really? but we both have this, the same thing. It's just so different. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like I could argue with her about the personality of the red color of those flowers in this room, hmm. you know, that so kind just of like thing. you guys perception yeah. of this couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting this anything a, from the couch? The no, I don't have anything have at all from the couch. No, <laughs> you don't personify no. things. No, I don't no, personify maybe that's things like, like that. Little nope. kid yeah. That's, that's, like, that's keeps definitely up a, with us. I don't know. an element of this that I hadn't heard of before. Cause like I said, I read up some on this, but I haven't done my research. I mean, it has to be because you are sharing that experience. That's amazing. So for me, like I've met when I was in high school, I, I met someone 
with us. And she had the whole letters color thing and, you know, be like, oh, what color is my name? And it was really cool. And I in no way thought that, oh, I have something similar under the same umbrella. Um, Until I was explaining to somebody, I'm like, I I was so yellow. And they're like, what? What does that mean? I'm like, I was angry. The was, color code obviously. thing that's super popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what people were talking about. Oh my gosh. <sighs> when oh, that came out, like, yeah. oh, you're such a yellow. And I was like, no, I feel more like an orange. No, 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 no. And yellow I didn't know what yeah, they're yeah. talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like right now I'm kind of orange. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, auras, people's auras. And yeah, like, I don't like, know. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah, so, so and that's whenever I started doing research on it, because I'm like, okay, I, I can't be the only one that thinks that I mean, this is a thing, right? Like people right. with their their emotions or whatever, like sounds sounds are obviously colors, right? Like I might not see them as much, but they're obviously colors. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I stumbled upon it. And then as I was looking through the whole, oh, there's so many different types and combinations of senses that mm-hmm. get all muddled. And that was one of them was that you personify objects. I'm like, oh, that's a thing. Oh, my gosh, I'm not crazy because <laughs> I do mm-hmm. that. Like, Yeah. Hmm. So I, so what, what I really want to know is, does my furniture get along? I'm like, are these people, are the, are these, you know, objects friends? I don't think these guys talk to the couch. Really? Okay. <laughs> I don't think the recliner talks to the rocking chair. Yeah. There's like, like, a, like do they dislike yeah. each other yeah. or are they just, just like, I'm going to ignore you? They are very yeah. much their own. Yeah. They don't need each other. Gotcha. Okay. Well, they okay. do come from different spaces and have different heritage. So, you know. Well. Like, Maybe that's it. Yeah. So yeah, See, yeah. What about like matching part. sets? Are they, you know, are, are they like actual families? So growing up, I think that's where it gets that's where it gets really confusing. Cause like, do did they all come together? Is it a suggestion that turned it into that, you know, that kind of thing? Or am I like psychically connected to <laughs> you right. owned this furniture before? <laughs> Something like that. You know, it's not I know those things can't be true, but I feel it so strongly. Mm-hmm. That yes. it's, like, it, it's like a truth. Yes. That's, well, and here, here would be my question. Like, do you crazy. feel like you are feeling these things about this couch because of the colors? So like the, the furniture Possibly. in this room is, is actually pretty strong colors. Um, yeah. um, actually, that that could be possible because you're over here talking about the couch and you said, would you say it was like a cuddler? Grandfather color. Yeah. Cuddler, yeah. And I'm over here. I'm like, mm, seems a little stuck up to me. But yellow, <laughs> for me, yellow is... It's more it attached to anger and negative anger. emotions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and while this is, is almost like that mustardy yellow, so it's not quite the same because for me, the angry, it's like the bright blinding yellow, like lemon in your face yellow, but it still has a little bit of that, that feeling to it. I'm like, eh, it's, it's a, she's a little stuck up. <laughs> well, I apologize for my stuck up room. And <laughs> just the level no, of anger just that's really in here. I really wish yeah. we'd oh, been able okay. to do this. Yellow is lovely. It's a whole different feeling. Do this interview in a space where the furniture was a little less stuck up, but it's fine. It's fine, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so my next question for you guys would be, and you've, you know, a couple of you hit on it a little bit, but when, at what point, did you realize something was different about you in this way? You know, like, oh, other people don't have this. I feel like we've been talking a lot. And I'd love to hear a little from Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was I was probably in my early 30s. So I'm 44 and I was probably in, I think I was in my early 30s whenever I realized that this wasn't how it wasn't normal for everybody. And and all and so mine. 
so my experience was really, really strong whenever I was a kid, when I was like young. So I'd say probably really from my earliest memories coming up through maybe six or eight years old is whenever it's kind of started to taper. And so I've had, so it's tapered ever since then. And every once in a while, it it's just a couple of, th- maybe two, three times a year now, whenever it really hits. And it's usually with some like, like there's certain music. So I was, I spent a little bit of time as a music major and there were certain times whenever it would just hit as a, um, as like just the certain chords. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Oh, that, Oh, that feels so fabulous. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You know, and I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, like, just, I'm like, I'm like, can y'all yes. feel how the depth and richness of this chord mm-hmm. and people just look at me mm-hmm. and I'd be like, Oh, well, I guess that they're just not very musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay. yeah, I'm like well, you know, you losers don't know how to tune a guitar or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And, and so as I was coming up, it was, I really was, um, you know, the, the tastes and, and, and hearing things and, and, um, I really was in my early thirties. Whenever I mentioned something to somebody about it, it, I don't know if it was my wife or one of my good friends. And they just were like, wait, what, what are you talking about? And they thought that like, I had been like metaphorical, like with my descriptions about things for all of these years. And, you know, like, Oh, well, wait, I thought that you just like minute felt this way and i'm like no i mean that it feels this way like you yeah. know like yeah, you're like, experiencing really, i'm experiencing this. this color it's not just an yeah. association yeah. yeah it's yeah i'm not it's not like oh yeah this color seems like this or it's not it seems like mm-hmm. it's like it, it is it is yeah. yes right and and so then I've, i got to thinking about it more and when i was a kid i actually have memories where i I look back and I wondered if like I had LSD laced candy. From, <laughs> from That's fair. You know, because that was back in the day whenever, you know, like you was like, yeah, check your candy for, you know, uh-huh. razors because <laughs> the old man around the corner is doing that. I'm like, there's no old man around the corner. There's no razors. You know, it's all fit. <laughs> you know, but I mean, there were lots of times whenever I look back and I had truly, truly like psychedelic experiences as a kid. Like oh, the definitely. World was just washed wild wild washed in wild beautiful yeah. amazing colors i and thought my parents always told me oh you have such a great imagination yes i Everybody heard that a said, lot wow, as a kid such yeah. a good imagination mm-hmm. you're so creative so that's, Which is, and that yeah. had to be a little bit confusing because you are very creative and i am creative you know, <laughs> apart from this and so that yeah that's so it is, i think it did i was um it was only like maybe a couple years ago that uh, i was just introduced to that it wasn't that long ago and i was like wait no nobody nobody else really yeah. everybody wait this isn't <laughs> my yeah. best friend thankfully uh growing up was the same what was very similar we both personified things so it was easy for us to make up stories about everything that was going on because mm. we very yes. strongly sensed those things like she had crane friend the crane that was like living no at the corner of her street really? kind of thing. Yeah. And she, she's very creative just in that way. She, I don't think that she would call herself an artist though. I think it probably came from that. Mm-hmm. These, these very strong feelings and senses that are so real to you and mm-hmm. that it isn't the same as everybody else. So it wasn't until I heard the term, that I started asking because you don't even think to ask. You just assume right, everybody yeah. else is yeah, normal. Exactly, yeah. My eyeballs work like this and I see that wall is yellow. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's right. it clearly this emotion or yeah, this well, It never occurs to you to ask, what is yellow? And do y'all, you know, 
do y'all right. see that wall? <laughs> right. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, because that's the experience right. that I've had with other people because I'm like, well, wait, like, uh-huh. this is like fundamental to my experience. And I didn't have any idea that I should ask. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's come in handy for some things like people have asked me, um, what color should we use for this space? Because we want it to feel yes. like this. And I would have very strong opinions. But here's about the question: yeah. is but that might not necessarily that's so be personal to you? Yeah, is like, mm-hmm. does it feel that way to everyone? And are you keyed into how it feels right. to everyone, or is it just it's how it feels to question, you? Because clearly, you guys, you know, this yeah, that differing differences. Yeah. Which is another reason it might sound like or feel like is this was this just suggested? Right. Did it develop because of suggestions, or I feel like you, you know, raised? if it was developed just by suggestions we would have been a little more on the same page right (laughs) um but as far as colors go like I if you ask my husband or friends like I am very passionate about colors Mm -hmm. I'm like I know the color wheel I will go on a spiel about how you know like red yellow and blue are not the actual primary colors I get really passionate about it it's kind (laughs) of silly actually um but that's something I've noticed like I'm very good with colors I'm very Mm. good with color theory yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can throw colors together and I'm like, I just know it works this way. That's and so interesting. Well, I'm I not was... very artistic, but I still have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at um, Lori Marble's house yesterday. She's one of our featured artists. I'm going to be doing a podcast with her too, but she has a, a color palette journal mm-hmm. where she puts colors together and to my knowledge, she doesn't have that. Now I'm wondering, honestly, like maybe, <laughs> maybe she yes. does have this because yeah. she's very, very color oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, does this abstract work, but she has, um, yeah, journal entries that, you know, talk about what happened that day or how she's feeling. And mm-hmm. then it'll be paired with color combinations Interesting. that match what mm-hmm. happened and how she felt. And I'd never seen anything like that. I was like, that is fascinating. I mean, and I also don't <laughs> don't know that I could do that. Like, I don't have, I don't see color, and I love colors. I know, but to I can't. some extent, everybody does respond to colors a certain way. There is a mm-hmm. there right. is a psychological, right. yeah, connection mm-hmm. with colors and how you relate. Well, to there them. is a general populace, like mm-hmm. you know, like hospitals being blue or green because mm-hmm. it's calming and soothing to most people mm-hmm. and you guys yeah. might be Yellow like no and red will make you hungry. hospitals yeah. piss me off <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that's that's really interesting I wonder why salmon was was one of those choices though for that was just an unfortunate just an unfortunate decade yeah yeah choice yeah. Mm-hmm. you know kind of like a little bit like this mustard yellow, which most people would consider Ooh, an unfortunate, an unfortunate <laughs> choice. Yeah, I, I, I personally it. love it. Yeah. I, love I love like those bizarre seventies <laughs> yeah. colors. Most yes. people do not. So not not soothing for most. <laughs> so on that note of seventies colors, this is fun, right? So yellow, angry, mm-hmm. uh, that dark olivey green color. Mm-hmm. So sad. Mm, so sad. Really. So I look at like old pictures, older pictures in seventies, and I'm like. No, I feel sad when I see it because it's a a very poor choice in wall color. (laughs) That's funny. It's a little different. I'm really opposite from the things that she's saying. My (laughs) my happy colors when when I'm experiencing something happy, like it's like fireworks of neon bright happy mm-hmm. colors really? and when i say happy colors i feel like oh yeah everybody knows what those are but now i'm thinking well maybe, maybe not it's yeah. not maybe it's really different and sometimes 
angry can be bright too, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's different. It's an, and it comes in a different way. Like, yeah, or shock. Um, that's a whole different thing. We just did an artist retreat and we had some, we had some very different personalities in the same room in an echoey space and it got very loud. And there's a few of us that got really overwhelmed and I literally couldn't see like sounds really like crazy, but there was like a moment where I had to go to a quiet space so I could like get my, and that sound that just, I feel like that sounds really crazy. It does not. It's like all these all these colors from every voice are, are just in my face and I couldn't wow. concentrate anymore. I couldn't mm-hmm. hear what anybody was saying or even interpret what they were saying because everything was happening at once and all the colors were like, it, mm-hmm. I would have never said that to anybody else. You're right here. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, they, muddled thing, that muddled yeah. sense totally yeah. describes that feeling, but it, feels crazy when it's happening yeah okay huh. so i have a question can you can you see your colors my own like does colors? it obstruct well i mean from from sounds like does it obstruct your view so you know how like we've talked about we don't like the sound of our own voice yeah <laughs> if i'm listening to a recording of it then yes but when i'm speaking it's i don't know if it's just because i'm used to how it sounds when so what, it's coming what color out is your voice Mike, it depends on my emotions, though, uh, too. Okay, so it's, it is more it's tied to the emotion. It's than the, muddled. So, and that, it is. That, that would be like when everyone's talking loudly, are are you hearing, and you said you're hearing or you're seeing colors with their voices, is it colors that match the emotions or is it colors for the specific voices? How they sound matters. So if somebody sounds like they're they're upset or they're trying to get over everybody else, um a female voice might sound this well so weird to talk about this out loud. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. A female voice at probably my tone level, not like a high-pitched soprano voice, but somewhere in that alto region, might sound like a like a forest green with like white lining. <laughs> That's mm. like okay. very specifically yeah. thinking so of somebody that was in colors, the house. It's a little bit of shape happening too. So, yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. something I've heard about. Well, because yeah. Um, really quick, Mindy, that book that you mentioned earlier, what's the name of that? Um, a mango shaped space. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody's wanting to find out more about this, I do what? want more. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a fictional book. It okay. was really fun. I read it. I don't know. It was probably in high school, which is just really funny. Cause I didn't realize that's where I, because what it, it was. Yeah. Cause I just didn't have the same things. It felt like it was describing a common experience. Mm, I don't probably. I, yeah. No, not oh, really. No. Cause I'm not visual. So oh, like the sounds, okay. I don't see them. Okay, yeah, so you, if you had thought so, that way, maybe right. Yeah. yeah, and so since I'm not visual, and everything is like a lot of common experiences are you you visually see it, and for me, I'm like, no, this sounds like the shape of a square, but I don't see a square, or this sounds like the color yellow, but I don't see yellow. It's no, that's how mine is. Yeah. yeah. Mine, so is it more? It's more very, sensing it than directly seeing it. Yes. yes. It's absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Mine is mine is sensing it and not seeing it. Okay. So, but, a little more abstract. But the sensation is so strong that it's the same. Yeah. Okay. Like the same way. Yeah. Like. Does it like? Yeah. Like like how powerful is it in comparison with? Because I'm trying to think of how to describe it in ways 
not being able to experience it that you can relay to people like is it as strong as your other senses you know like yeah like, I would is say this so. as strong yeah. as your sense of smell yeah. as your sense mm-hmm. of sight yeah, yeah whatever sometimes mind, overwhelming mm-hmm, yeah whenever uh, mine hits yeah it, it definitely is so and that's oh yeah the, the quickest way i've thought of to describe it and i think i said at the beginning like it's like having another sense is what it seems like so so for me if it so like with mine since mine is like mainly in color now um imagine like you know how you can hear in stereo and we typically like you know obviously like we have two eyes so we can see in stereo as well but it's not like that kind of an ex- our, our visual experience of depth perception is not quite as stereo as a hearing right so imagine that you had and just another channel hmm. like so with you know like that you had that you could see from three feet away from where your eyes are so oh. like just a different perspective and it's a different input set i'm like that is that's how it is for me okay and, cool know, way of putting it. it doesn't yeah. override it's like having surround sound it, yeah it, exactly like yeah so it doesn't override like so with the color that i that i have it doesn't influence what I see at all, like like my visual eyeball perception. Right. But there's also it's like there's this separate channel that like I am experiencing it in the same way. Mm. Yeah, it, it so, is a very difficult thing to try to explain to somebody like, oh, I can like emotionally feel this yeah. color or mm-hmm. I, I can. Well, yeah. I would imagine most of the time you don't bother trying no. to explain it because no, not really. <laughs> like, do you are do you guys get nervous about how people will perceive you if you start talking about it, or is it more just like most of the time it's not worth the trouble to try and explain? I just it? never thought to talk about it. Yeah, yeah it's not something that's like like not what you lead a conversation with. Like, hi, yeah. my name's Alan. I'm synesthete. You know, it's just not anything that ever occurs to you across your mind like that. I think for me, I don't. I maybe I've I've maybe talked to three other people before this about all this, maybe four, just like my really close people, my husband, you know, and it's so it's so difficult because it's the way I tried to explain it to my husband. I'm like, how how do you explain why the ABCs are in the order they're in? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Yeah. And I just open the door and let you come inside my right. head mm-hmm. and like yeah. experience this with me. It yeah. is very hard that's, to explain. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just almost not worth the trouble. Yeah. Well, um, that's what I was wondering. It's like most of the time I'd just be like, this is not worth it for me to try and get like. <laughs> well, I mean, it really is like you're building a bridge to nowhere. Yeah. I'm like at the end of the conversation, you know, that you still haven't got where you want to go because they can't have your perception. That's true. There yeah. have been mm-hmm. moments where I've been very moved by something and I want to talk about it so bad. I want somebody mm-hmm. to understand. Yeah. They're just not going to get it. They're not there. And yeah. it is so disappointing. It's yeah. incredibly <laughs> disappointing. And yes. so you just kind of learn to either keep it to yourself or find a creative way to express it. Mm-hmm. And now I know a couple other people that I could yeah. like, hey, did yeah. you ever? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love that right now. Yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah. be pretty cool. So I'll say that this conversation is a little bittersweet for me because because it does the experience has faded. And it's something that I've treasured like over, you know, because like, I always enjoyed it. So I kind of have a couple of questions for y'all. And like the first one is like, has y'all's faded any from like whenever you were young or when you first experienced it? Mine has. Yeah. Um, I know that, like I said, when emotions are very strong, it'll become more visual. Um, I know that was much more so when I was younger. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you age. I have very few childhood memories. 
it's a thing. Um, but I do remember where it was just much more visual. I could see it a little more, see a little more clearly. And now it's just like, I have to feel these very strong emotions to get a filter of a color. Um, well, and here's a, an interesting question that I was thinking when you're talking about that is, do we all start out with this? And then at some point it fades, but for a f select few of you, it doesn't. I have an answer for that, but I want to know what you're like. It has yours faded. Oh, I really don't feel like it has, except that I've been, I'm so busy or I'm so focused on other things that uh -huh. sometimes I don't notice it as much unless it's really overwhelming. Yeah. But um, if I focus or I allow myself to just be in mm -hmm. it, then yeah, it's still very strong. But I I can remember a time that I like bit into an apple and had this just amazing experience of all the colors and shapes right? and sounds yeah. that yeah. went with this taste. And that sounds very real to me, but it, I don't think I ever, I think I remember trying to tell my mom what my apple tasted like, <laughs> but I was oh, yeah. describing yeah. like it's sour and it's sweet. It wasn't like that. It right. was, it's, it's green and it's, it's bright and it's, you know, exploding in my mouth and it's, 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 spiky. Yeah. it's there's yeah. stars and there's this and there's yeah. that and there's wow. all these things. I had so many, I could have gone on and on about how I was experiencing mm -hmm. the emotional content of this apple, everything. Um, <laughs> the emotional so content of the apple. <laughs> <laughs> But it now, such a thing. I feel like there, there should be an FDA that... label with that on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, it would make sense to me. You know how they have on like they'll have on the different flavors of apple, like the sweetness level or something. If they had also like the, you know, the, the charts you see in a doctor's office from the frowny face to the smiley face. If they had that, it would totally make sense to me. I'd be like, yes. This apple yeah. is angry. <laughs> this apple is super angry. It's purple, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally. And spiky makes sense, to right? Me. That's that's the that's the spicy flavor, like that's a texture spiky that texture. goes along with it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, those are things yeah. that all and and it's so it's so hard to be around people and be like, oh, that's it's like certain things just have have a feel that and it is soft. Feel yes, yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. I was watching a video that and someone's friendly. like, <laughs> the name Emily's a little rough. I'm like, are you kidding? It's really smooth. Like it's just the smooth texture. I'm like, it's why like, do I no even chocolate. think that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when have I stopped? Yeah. And I think for me, like part of it is so second nature that. I don't even really think about it sure. until somebody brings yeah, like it up. Like you don't think about how you're seeing things right yeah. now, yeah. you know, exactly. like yeah. and yeah. and then until somebody brings it up and I'm like somebody said the name Emily was, you know, rough and I was like that is no, that is so wrong. <laughs> like that is so wrong. How it's many very fights smooth. have you gotten in with strangers about, about zero? Like I've this. learned to keep my mouth yeah. shut. <laughs> <laughs> Once you figured yeah. that out. Yeah. That's funny. So do, do y'all's experience ever cause you distress? Because mine never have. I've never had a distressful experience with this. Really? Yeah. I would say there have been some times where um, something has made me so incredibly emotional because I'm very empathetic too, which might have like made this even stronger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if there is a happy color, it very much motivates me in a happy way. If there is a sad color or there's a sad number series. <laughs> Yeah. Which sounds, yeah, yeah. Also sounds ridiculous, but 
the the odd numbers are sad to me okay <laughs> which doesn't I, that doesn't feel fair but they are <laughs> they're always kind of depressed Aww. it's just they're just a little negative they're just huh? a little negative yeah. yeah and so if i see that that might actually empathetically make me kind of sad if mm. that makes any sense do you do those feelings get like do your emotions influence how you're seeing them or are they just influencing your emotions? That's a great question. That's very, I've never thought about, well, I have kind like if of you're more angry that, or more sad or more tired is your a, perception of those colors and, and feelings and that, that is it different. Yeah. I think it would depend on like how that presented over time. Mm -hmm. Like if it was stable over time, if odd numbers are always sad, then like I would say that that, you know, then the odd numbers are always sad mm -hmm. and that you're not bringing that to the table. They are. They just mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Those poor guys. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't think my, where I'm at really influences how I perceive things. Okay. It's and that just would make it more like a are. regular sense. Mm -hmm. Like I see what I see or I hear what I yeah. hear. Yeah. But yeah. how I respond to it probably does matter. Sure. You right. know, how I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. If I've had a rough day and I have to call an odd number <laughs> and I have to actually punch it in, I might feel really sad about pushing it into my phone, which is like, yeah. this is again, something I never would have said out loud because it sounds yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I look at you. This is a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird really, things yeah. here. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. I, I am mean, a therapist. I mean, like, are you really? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Also, look yeah. at him. He's putting yeah. his feet up. I should yeah. lay out on the grandfather yeah. couch yeah. over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that kind of leads into my next question is like, hey, how has this affected you guys' jobs? And you might real quick, everybody say what they do. And how is it, has it affected, you know, what you do or not really much? I'm an artist. Yeah, it very much plays yeah. into what I do. And there were actually, before I even knew what I had, I was doing this. I was already painting my experiences. Um, there's some self-portraits that I've done that uh, very much describe how, everything we've been talking about. Which mm -hmm. is and you feel like having really this cool. has made you more creative, made you paint I think more? It has. than Because it's yeah. one thing I've noticed about you is you are... You create at a greater rate than most creative people <laughs> that I know and 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 really quickly. And I'm always amazed with how like how quickly you're able to come up with something and get it on paper. I've so I wonder how much this affects that, before, that. And I wouldn't have known because to me, I'm like, oh, man, I'm not perfect at this. It's taking me forever. And <laughs> but maybe like that strong desire you have. Yeah. You're dealing with more emotions and more color and out. more sensation yeah. and had, yeah, stronger desire to get that out when you're young. And if that and kind I of get influenced your art a little more, I think. Too. Yeah. Like, I don't. I can get stuck for sure. But then I have ways of like finding that inspiration in some experience mm -hmm. that we've discussed. So because yeah. there are more things to sense and feel that probably does play into how much more I can create or pump out and also might influence my empathy for people and interacting with the subject matter that I've got to, if that makes any sense. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. No, like as a therapist, like this, I'm so really I, so I've learned yours. like just how, like, so this is not like, this is not typical, right? I right. guess not. And so, yeah, exactly. I mean, there and are so, three of us hey, here. Surprise exactly. guys, you're all weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you here. So from, from the outside, I learned a term long years ago, like called neurotypical. So like to refer to people who have normal neurological experiences right 
And so, you know, there are lots of people who are not neurotypical, you know, have like just their minds don't work in it, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, like everybody else's do. And so my understanding is that functionally the reason our brains work the way they do is because your brain, whenever you're born has huge connections, like from like the neural connections are huge and those neural connections get trimmed over time as your brain specializes. And so each part of your brain figures out what it was born to do and what it's designed to do, what it's supposed to do. Right. So, you know, you have things that control your heart and, you know, your emotions and your, you know, higher functioning thoughts and all those things. Well, in our brains, those neurons don't ends don't get trimmed in the same way. And so we literally have sensory connections that other people don't have. And so, so it winds up that like, we really aren't neurotypical. Like our brains really are like, they really function differently. And which is why over time, which is why typically over time, our brains continue to trim like those neurological connections that aren't used. So since it's not like really, there's, there's no way to use, um, uh, tasting a color. <laughs> you know, it's just not something that happens. So unless you um, paint it. Yeah, exactly. Unless you paint it. So unless there's some other way to keep it like, you know, front and center, it fades with most people. And some people it doesn't, but they're very unusual to to be able to carry it deep mm. into life. So again, so it is very possible that yeah. hey, we all start out with this, but yeah. the brain's just and, trimming and so, it out and, early and on. And the thing is, is that you know, for the most part, by the by the time we actually turn into like sentient beings who can understand what we're experiencing versus what other people are, are experiencing most of it's already done so most of that trimming is already done and then we're already there so what's interesting for me in my work is that i can really strongly identify with people who have like fundamentally different experiences than others because i know that i have a fundamentally fundamentally different experience than what other people have as well oh yeah and so, so what i described extra built-in empathy yeah there. exactly so it so it makes a big difference there with me and what is interesting is that i've realized that there are other like really hallucinations that people have that i mean it's not what i have so it's not where we are i don't think i don't think y'all have described your experiences like that like something that you see but there are other hallucinatory experiences where people hear or see or feel things that others don't hear or see or feel. And what I've realized is that I have, like, if you imagine like twins where one of them is this beautiful, lovely, attractive person that everybody wants to be around. They have this gorgeous personality and just a gorgeous person. And the other one is this hideous, malformed, just Jekyll and Hyde, horrible person. So I have, so we have this beautiful twin and the other side of the, like the, I see things that aren't there, whatever is schizophrenia. And so it tends to be like this other side where it is very, which is why I was curious about y'all if you have distress with this, because I've never met anybody who really experiences distress from their synesthesia. And I'll say mm -hmm. I've never met anybody like the number of people I've met has been very small. We might not talk about it either because yeah. it's a, that's and, a and very vulnerable not, thing. But it's not like intrusive in like that type of a way for most people that, that I've talked to. Oh, I hope not. I think I think I've experienced like some. But as you're talking about neurotypical, I, I have no proof. I'm sure you probably understand how difficult it mm -hmm. is um, as a woman to get diagnosed. But I am fairly certain I am somewhere on the spectrum of autism. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I have sound sensitivities. And so when I have that going on, all the extra sounds, and then the way my brain processes it, it processes everything every single time. Um, what is it called? Rote, rote memory. Uh-huh. I don't do that. <laughs> my brain doesn't like that. So I am constantly processing information all the time, like it's new information. So when I start getting all of those sounds and then I start processing all the colors that go with it and then all the emotions that go with that, it gets so overwhelming. Yeah, I can see how that'd be really loud in your head. And it mm, is like, all the time. Yeah. And I, I tend to shut down so much and I have two small children and they well, are not without my, a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. My sister's is autistic. Um, and same thing, like she doesn't talk about it all the time, you know, yeah, it's but it's not like, something to talk about <laughs> yeah, much. I don't like <laughs> yeah. randomly bring it up, but like super noise sensitivity. Um, yeah. And so having that on top of this, or maybe they are just joined together, mm-hmm. you know what you're dealing with, but like, I can't, yeah, that sounds really overwhelming. Yeah, it, it can be, it definitely can be. Um, it's not my favorite thing that I, I struggle with in life. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mindy, you were talking about. Tell us, tell us your fun fact. Uh, it's hereditary. Synesthesia's hereditary. Um, I have never heard anything from my parents suggesting that they would, but as we know, it's not very commonly talked about. So they could have kept it to themselves. Um, I I did want to bring this up though because it was maybe a year or two ago. My daughter, who is extremely artistic i mean by the time she was two she knew how to hold a pencil correctly and she she's amazing i mean you said she's six six, okay yeah she's very for a six-year-old very artistic yeah mine's the same Um, way and one time she was like coloring something and she's like mommy look at this beautiful music and i thought i was going to cry i was like Mm. oh yes my sweet girl yes yeah i have not heard anything i didn't want to i I don't want to place thoughts in her head you know i don't want to like guide that i don't want to go with it yeah Yeah. but yeah it just made me so excited i'm like "Mm, maybe maybe Mm. she does and that would be so cool have you tried to like kind of prod at that a little bit more and ask the questions to see it's been a while i might yeah, because well, now that you know, she's old enough that have more of a vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And to My mom definitely encouraged that with me, and that's what makes me really wonder if she had if she that. Had, yeah. I remember her picking specific colors for our house that made her feel happy, and she wanted to bring that energy into our home. And I and I got that. I totally understood that. <laughs> so I really feel like she um, encouraged it, and maybe that's maybe that's why it hasn't faded as much is because. Yeah. I value it so much yeah. mm. and it feels like a gift in a way, mm-hmm. even if Especially it's hard Especially as an sometimes. artist, I mean, you're utilizing yeah. it constantly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that would make sense. But that's cool. That makes me wonder, you know, far, how far back does mm-hmm. this go and yeah. what? how did it influence our parents or our grandparents or... You know, that would be so mm-hmm. cool to know. I'm just kind of over here like, where did it come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else in my family and would be able a, to relate to me in this way? Yeah. 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 Well, or just wonder, and I'm sure someone's done this research, but like, hey, where else in history has this kind of popped up that we're not fully aware of? Yeah. And how many listeners, hopefully there will be some people that listen to this that go, whoa, really? But yeah. I do that too. And that's yeah. not normal. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, would yeah, be I had that, no right? idea. I, yeah. Well, that's really my biggest hope is that 
probably the people that that do have it know they have it but felt like they couldn't talk about it or because you, know. you sound crazy if you yeah, do yeah, not because yeah. they're like ashamed sounds... of it mm-hmm. or that there's right. anything wrong but just like because yeah like it, might look at that you sounds like, weird yeah it makes me feel like if i talk about this am i gonna have to try to prove it because like i don't know how oh, to prove man. to you that you know violin sounds are exactly yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Here's your Ativan or whatever you have. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this will calm that right down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. I have a question. Do you guys remember the movie Fantasia? Yes. Okay. I never saw that. You've never but seen that? Kinda, we were just talking about how that, it's pretty that's trippy. The way to it's, it's the trippiest that Disney ever got. That's for that sure. we're talking about. Okay. So, so you've, you uh-huh. know, yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with Fantasia. I love it. I absolutely love that movie. I remember watching it as a kid and just adoring it. But there is one thing where they're like, ah, the music, and they give the music like movement and color. And I always got so frustrated because I'm like, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like That's how I related to color it. I'm that like, music is. why would you do that? How dare you make that red? Mm-hmm. Like Across yeah. the universe kind of did that yeah. for me. I, I disagreed that, with some of the but... some of the colors or things, but mm-hmm. I was just telling everybody in here that Cirque du Soleil, Beatles Love, um, is that feels like my brain. <laughs> if you ever get to see that show, then, that feels yeah. like how my brain yeah. works. <laughs> so, are there things that like pop up with y'all that are like super specific that like just evoke this like regularly or to like try or to is, bring or is it up? hit and miss? Yeah, because I have some things that hit like. Um, so in music, um, Franz Bebel's Ave Maria, like there oh. are there are chord progressions in it that I like. They will literally make me tear up. Mm-hmm. I'm like just listening to the progression, and I could turn the volume up to a thousand <laughs> and just die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel you. Now I feel uh, that way about some music, but it's, I'm not having the same experience yeah, you are. But there's certain things like that where I listen to it. I'm like, if I could. Mm-hmm rhythm if i could stop time and just be in this space right here mm-hmm. i would not need anything else mm-hmm. and so but you know mm-hmm. but it's but it's but it's unusual and so and it's weird because i wonder if those composers also if they felt it, that way, if they felt that way. Mm-hmm. me too I really, and, yeah and i wonder I, and so that's what i wonder about the connections i'm like yeah. i wonder if this connection transcends something this is the I'm really glad you brought that up because I feel like this might be something maybe blind musicians or people who have any kind of other sense deprivation mm-hmm. would have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it kind of works the same way because I so I taught myself to play piano by ear, but I hear and see the music. And so I okay. will memorize like oh, how it would it help looks. you memorize it so much better, though. That would make it easier to yeah. learn to play. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's funny is I might not remember the lyrics very well, but I will remember the feeling and I remember how it's supposed to. It's yeah. just, yeah, that's, yeah. So it would, yeah, I don't know. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think composers, yeah. some composers must have yeah. something like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, not everybody. And, and I but. also wonder because it's, it's, it hits differently from like, so in classical music, there are like greats. You know, yeah. there, are, there are people who have great music. And I wonder if that's the music where they have fantastic compositional skills and they're just normal humans because they can make just absolutely fabulous music. And there are others like, say, Franz Bebel that nobody's ever heard of. 
and they have like they're like this these classical one hit wonders basically you know like hey dude put out an album in 1840 and that was the end you know and you know and so they have so they have this ability to create something but it's so limited in scope because it's inspired by this one Very thing or something like thing, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but, so it's it's not like I don't I don't know it just it feels a little different to me I think I just rabbit trailed, but like that was a little like <laughs> it's all rabbit trails now. Yeah. It's, that's it's that part of, of the, it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but they're they're all fascinating. Huh. I noticed, and my mom had pointed this out that at one point I was, it was a certain stage in my life where I was feeling very strong emotions about the same thing as I was trying to work through it, and every song I was writing ended up sounding very similar because it was associated with mm -hmm. the feelings that I had. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. each stage, you can kind of tell if you were to be able to go back and listen to my music, where I was emotionally, what I was experiencing mm -hmm. because the tone and the sounds fit and the, yeah. In the way that it's in the way, to be. That, yeah. in the way it was yeah. supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't do it any other way because this mm -hmm. is, yeah. so in some ways that actually might cut off your creativity level right. too. Yeah. Cause you're, because it's we're so, so stuck, stuck in, you're stuck well, in that yeah. one place. It isn't creativity. It. It's expression of something that you're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's mm. a great point. Yeah. I'm like, I wasn't being creative. I was just, I was just telling just, you what I felt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I was just telling you with music, or I was just telling you with this paintbrush or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. I put some words to it to make sense of it for you people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. For you common folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It shouldn't need lyrics, but here uh -huh. we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to wade off into something that goes a little beyond this, just a little bit, to see if y'all have an experience. So, do y'all have any experience like with other things that you would feel like are difficult to explain? perceptually what what do you I'm, mean I'm just how, okay. how so so i have intuition that goes along with like i can i can feel <laughs> when people or things are close sometimes yeah these mm. are the things that make me feel crazy. Yeah. So I'm that's just, what I meant by, am I psychically connected to this yeah. furniture? Yeah. That sounds crazy, right? <laughs> uh, here's where you get into, and this is something I'm genuinely super curious about. And yeah. There's like no way we can know. And sensing But it's like, energy. hey, is this, is synesthesia just like the gateway or the beginning of something else? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, scientists talk so much about how little of our brain we're using mm -hmm. and yeah. how much more our brains oh. are probably capable of than what they're being used for. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, is this just a little taste of something that does go? I a lot often deeper? wonder that. Like, yeah. is this just we're we're on the cusp of this other dimension? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. There's yeah. something guys, else yeah. to yeah. it so that we're like almost there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever? Ever like time travel or anything? Or is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, constantly. Just, right, yeah, I'm just yeah, waiting for the part of the podcast where you're like, so so when you go back in time, what color is that? <laughs> I mean, do you guys have? It's like 1928. It's kind of a purple. Oh, yeah, I thought it's yeah, green. Okay, so you're like, what color is 1928? I'm like, it's obviously green. Exactly. I just said gold. That's funny. Oh man! But going back to your question, you you were talking about other sensory things, and it sounds like Aubrey, you knew what he was talking about. Like, yeah, let's it, get weird. There, <laughs> that's what I meant. Where it came in handy when somebody would ask me, 
um, what color would should scheme should we go with here because mm-hmm. we want it to feel like this. I think coincidentally, mm-hmm. I guess that my my perception has been close enough to whatever psychologically is acceptable because the things that I have um, suggested have usually worked really well for that space or that mood or that logo mm-hmm. or that yeah. artwork that was trying to express that it, it somebody else felt it when they saw it and somebody else confirmed that, that you know, that's always just kind of giving me the confidence to keep going with that, that this is obviously working. Yeah. Um, and didn't make me question it because it was working. Yeah. So well, and what other people probably wonder, saw as just a choice mm-hmm. was maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. of an instinct, yeah. which made but, me but wonder, they didn't know it and you didn't know to say it. Is that instinct or is that like an intuition thing? Because yeah. I also can sense what other people are feeling really strongly. Or like you said, when you can feel somebody else's in the mm-hmm. room or you can feel the energy of somebody else yeah. that was in the room a minute ago. Yeah. Is still lingering there. Are you just extra sensitive or is that like just a. Is it something what else? Is that? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's really interesting because I've definitely had a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I need to reach out to this person. Yes. I need to say this very specific thing yeah. I've had to this yeah. person. Yeah. And I'll like say that, that is... like, as a believer, so I'm I'm devoutly Christian. Yeah, say this is where it's so I am deeply and devoutly Christian. <laughs> and I and I have also had those things. And I and mm-hmm. I wonder like, you know, is that something like that truly is from beyond? Mm-hmm. you know but the experiences like i've had so like stephanie my wife she makes fun of me about this like routinely over our last 20 plus year marriage is that i'll be driving and be like mm, and like she will just laugh and she knows the sound like mm, and mm-hmm. i slow down my husband and a half mile later days. we pass a cop Mm. <laughs> like it's like clockwork. The good Lord told me, yeah, not getting pulled over today. You know, so it's things like that that I do, like on a repeated basis. That I don't. I mean, the other people are like, yeah, I can, you know, I can sense whatever, I can smell whatever. But I mean, like, I I've got like decades, yeah, of doing this on the regs. I mean, like all the wow. time, and. I know, That's an instinct. There are other I things sure that are like that that I, that I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if it's part of this experience. I don't know if it's part of something else. That I am really curious about that with you because <laughs> you're a therapist. So this is like, this you you should know more about this than we do when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had yeah. moments where I've like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's been too many coincidences. There's just been too yeah. many times you just know things. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And my husband really trusts me with with things. Like he'll ask me what I think about something, and I'm very careful about it because mm-hmm. I don't honestly trust myself. But I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> that, and yes. that yeah. Yeah. Mindy's in deep agreement here. Yes, yeah, she's my brain. It's. But it doesn't make sense. I can't logically explain why I would know that or why I would sense that or feel that. Yeah. So well, and as yeah, I, I'm also a believer, and I do think you know, my and, heart is and, racing right now. Oh. <laughs> to those that are not but Christians, yeah. I'm sorry, we sound crazy right now. It so sounds we sound insane. Really but crazy. like, the, you know, I do believe in the leading of the Holy Spirit, and I uh-huh. do yeah. think that some people are more in tune with that yeah. than others. Yeah. You know, and I, like my wife, I think it's is crazy. very, very in tune with that. So we're the prophets in the Bible. 
Cinestites? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. sure. You know, and, and, and I've wondered about things. I know they're super unpopular. I mean, like most of them got killed. So I'm like, I don't know that I want to go down that road. <laughs> right, like, yeah. yeah, but you then know, there like, is other other stuff. Like you're talking about the speeding. Like that's you know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I doubt that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's, like, that's exactly. something else. That's, that's, that's interesting. Like, though. It, it like, does feel like something else. Yeah, you know, and there have been other things. So, um, you know, I've just got experiences that are like that. They're just peppered throughout my life. And I'm like, it's so unusual, but That's I don't really interesting. I don't know what's tied to what I just, mm-hmm. you guys, Dang it. I was hoping you'd have the answer. Yeah. You guys, yeah. Like you brought this up. This I'm is great. Like, yeah. this we is... should have had a pastor in here too. A yeah, pastor, right? a therapist, yeah, an artist. Yeah. 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 So bizarre yeah. because I'm over here. Like I, I, I experience and process things this way. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, there are times where I know exactly what to say and I get done talking. I'm like, I did not do that. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like I have no idea where that came from. There are times where I just know things and I'm over here like, what are the odds that all three of us are here together like this? Mm-hmm. Like that is, yeah. it's a little bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I could say that is very true, <laughs> you know, cause we talked at the beginning about, uh, you know, you guys all being here and the way that it happened. And it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also it almost feels orchestrated that yeah. we happen to have, so there's a lot of different types, I guess, of yeah. this. And we all seem to have very similar types. Mm-hmm. While yeah. our experiences and are experiences different. experiences are different, yeah. Yeah. It's similar, yeah. which is that I think that's kind of fascinating too. I agree. I think one of the most common ones I've heard of is that association with letters and numbers. Yeah. Which that I, hasn't yeah, been I've, heard that I've never got that. You yeah. Know, like I, that's never been any experience and I've had. I don't had. know if I really have that or if it's suggested. That's one mm. of those things that... Yeah, I, I tested it. Really. I definitely know the personality, like personifying things. That's, right. That one is so and strong I, that's with new me. For me tonight. Well, that's something <laughs> I had I never didn't know heard that of. Because yeah. I have read up I on this a little bit, and I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's, uh, it's crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. I'm going to pull up my phone real quick because I know I wrote it down somewhere. It is ordinal linguistic personification. Okay, so what's the, mm-hmm. the definition of that? Are you um, from my understanding with very limited research and no education on this <laughs> is that it's it is the the numbers and the letters uh, also can be days of the week, for example. Wednesday and Fridays, really good friends. It personally makes me angry on Thursdays because it's just in the way of this beautiful friendship. Um, <laughs> months, just things having that personification that certain qualities or relationships or it it is bizarre but i also know that it can go into objects like you could be walking and if you're really focused on it's like that looks like a real mean stick like i bet he's just a jerk of a stick you know? <laughs> the sidewalk's like me me just like, yeah. like stopped by a rock by yeah. you know walking down the sidewalk <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, and there's times these are the I things s- that yes would make you look yeah. a little insane. when I stop yeah. to the think about it. Singing a choir chorus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for me, the numbers are the biggest. That's like obvious every time. Math is super fun and crazy sometimes because I'm like, we are adding these. There's all sorts of stories going on when I do mm-hmm. math. It's mm-hmm. fun for me. I like math. Which does make math a much more creative thing for you yeah. than for the it average is, person. I really enjoy math. Like I yeah. love managing our household budget and, and bills and stuff because I'm like, I do ours this too. is just <laughs> fun. <laughs> like it's just fun moving these numbers around, creating huh. these little stories in my head that just feel yeah. natural. Now, the letters are a little less. Like I'd stop and be like, 
you know what? Now that I think about it, K is, you know, K is a really kind, outgoing letter. And T is very social and definitely a boy. Like, and then there's <laughs> things like the, the couch, the uh-huh. he, she, mm-hmm. comfy, you yeah. know, stuck yeah. up couch. Yeah. Where yeah, I have so to like stop and I have to look at him like, you know, I haven't thought about it. But now that I am thinking about it, it is clearly this. So it's like there's levels. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I had mentioned when we came in here, I bought uh, one of my original couches was very similar to this. And the reason I was drawn to it is because it had that personality and that friendly, cozy mm-hmm. nature that's just inviting you to come sit, mm-hmm. come cuddle, come take a nap, rest easy. I'm here for you. That's everything I heard it say. And then I meet this one and I go, oh. They must have been friends. <laughs> he feels the same uh-huh. way. They have the same energy. Right. Mindy's yeah. like, no, this couch isn't friends with anyone. Are you yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a little yeah. stuck up. Yeah, he it's hates bad. the rock. Are you kidding? Just- yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I feel I feel a need to like take some really good portraits of this couch now. I think right? probably yeah. people yeah. need to see need yeah. to meet this couch and tell us what they think. Right? Yeah. What's well, the personality what's the couch of this yeah. couch? Yeah. 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 Give it your Let's, best guess. Yeah. I might, might actually put that in the magazine. That's not Caption. a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Mine says old chain smoker. I mean, like chain <laughs> smoker. Yeah. Thankfully, it does not smell like that. Old is chain not smoker. my uh, synesthesia read on it. That's just what I you know. Yeah. 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 No, it makes me think of my my grandma. Grandpa sitting in his living room with a shag carpet mm-hmm. and like the giant cloud of pipe tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those I think are everything the in that, that room was either burnt orange or mustard yellow. Mm-hmm. Those are the things like you could just both just put personifications to this that make it right. It sounds normal enough that I never would have questioned. Right. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that was one of the most difficult things for me because I didn't realize that that was a thing until I looked mm-hmm. into it yeah. because of the colors with motion stuff. And I saw yeah. that I was like, Oh my gosh. Seriously? Well, like this you, is a thing? And you, and you really don't know that other people don't mean it whenever they walk into a room and they're like, this warm room is so warm. Or, you yeah. know, it's so inviting in this room or whatever. And yeah. you're like, and you isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Don't you feel the colors? Don't you feel all the feelings? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't yeah. you smell? There's also, the, I know that smell is so strongly associated mm-hmm. with memories and things yes. like that. So that's another one that sounds to me so, so normal that it doesn't, it wasn't questionable. But I mean, I will, I'm very intentional now about sense because I want mm-hmm. to associate it with a positive feeling. So the yeah. next time I smell it, I'm going to remember that thing. Is that something that you use in therapy or have ever <laughs> smell therapy, of? like <laughs> scent therapy, so, right? Because well, smells the strongest, uh, like reminder of memory, right? Or the it, thing yeah, that, that your can, memories are yeah, most smell intensely can really tied to. strongly evoke memories. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I don't know. It, it's too difficult to produce. I mean, you know, it's like if you if we could produce it on cue that we'd have TVs that smelled. Mm-hmm. You know, is that I mean, not coming yet? Smell I mean, is that not coming out? Exactly. I mean, like, you know, the, the Scots or fertilizer. The Scots fertilizer <laughs> commercial that smells like freshly mown grass. I mean, oh, like, I'd buy yeah, that yeah, more. Exactly. Everybody would, you know. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Then no, there'd be the Axe Body Spray commercials. And, oh. Yeah. 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 Never mind. We don't need that. We don't need that. There's enough light in the real world. Yeah. That's funny. Samsung, we're waiting on you just any time. Right. Those <laughs> scent cartridges would yeah. probably get expensive too, yeah, I imagine. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We laugh, but this is coming. It's we all coming. Know it. I'm sure that it's at Epcot Center right now. We just, oh, you know, I'm sure it yeah. is, like uh-huh. in the ride somehow. Right, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, man. Well, I think. Oh, yeah, it is actually. And Universal Studios Simpsons ride has baby powder scent. And uh, at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. I know that rides at Disney have that. There's a yeah. couple rides where it's a uh, 4D wow. is what they call it. Maybe yeah. I can't tell like if I'm way ahead of the curve, way behind right now. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> last time I went to Disney, I was a teenager, and I'm turning 30 next month, so I'm gonna vote way behind. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're probably accurate. Yeah. yeah. Last time I was officially in Disney, Michael Jackson's Thriller was on the 3D stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. comment. Yeah. Yeah. Jealous. Hey, we but. had electricity and plumbing. <laughs> I mean, I'm and, an old man at heart and at I have thriller on Disney. vinyl, so I can't right. say anything. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> well, guys, uh, it has been a blast. Um, I've really I've really just enjoyed listening in on the conversation. I don't feel like I need to needed to say much. It was just cool to listen to you talk about your experiences and and share that and it has yeah, been it's it been like, a real pleasure um, to talk to y'all because i have never discussed this with anybody like this yeah like in my i've life, tried never. with people who don't get it and yeah. it's just uh-huh. just gets frustrating yeah. <laughs> i really yeah. wonder if the people who made up like sesame street and like jim jim henson was he a sinister like these right, yeah. people that probably yeah. look that up well, it right? really does make you start wondering how much art has been influenced by yeah. this kind of things. extra mm-hmm. yeah. sensory you didn't mm-hmm. need lsd to get there <laughs> right, right. right yeah yeah huh this well cool. thank you guys so much for being on and thank you for having us yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. alan yeah. thank you for sharing your your living room i yeah. wish everyone could be experiencing that with us right now right it's very yeah. cozy in here much. lots of mm. Lots of conflicting emotional colors. <laughs> I want to give you guys like the biggest rainbow hug. And it's rainbow because it's like full of all these colors and all, all these, these colors, all these things. Everything that's happening from yes. today's discussion. Oh, that's so cool. Cool. My favorite color has always been rainbow because you just can't pick one. Yeah. You know? So, so <laughs> rainbow hugs to everyone rainbow listening. Hugs. You're over yeah. here like, my favorite color is rainbow. I'm like, I can't pick a favorite color to save my life. Yeah. Right? Like, it's gotta be. It like, has yeah, to be what rainbow. are you talking about? You cannot yeah. pick one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, this is the Toadcast signing off. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to make a comment or ask a question of the Toad or of our guests about today's topic, you can send those thoughts to joplintoad at gmail.com. That's joplintoad at gmail.com. We'll reach out to our participants from today and provide their answers to your questions through social media. We'd love to see a conversation form from curious people or others who have the condition and want to share their own experiences. This podcast has been brought to you by the Joplin Toad. Give us a follow by searching for the Joplin Toad on your favorite social media platform, visiting joplintoad.com, or picking up one of our printed magazine issues at your favorite local coffee shop. One more thing. If you enjoyed this episode, will you give us a quick rating on Apple Podcasts? Without your good ratings, we're like wilting flowers with no water. Don't let us wilt. This episode was hosted by Mark Schwander, produced and edited by Jeremiah Jones, and introduced by me, Hitherton Cramsworth Esquire. The song you heard was by Joplin band Blister Soul. Check out their brand new EP, Signs of the Times, wherever you delight your ears. Later, Toads. <laughs>